what's up guys here with you with episode 57 here with my guy Bretson. how are you i i am aghast i am so excited about what i just saw and what a weekend of football what a week of football it's been um that the surprise of it being episode 57 does not scare me it just makes me want to talk but first, how are you? How are you doing? You're doing well? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. And okay. this was a pretty big weekend in terms of football. You mentioned and titles. And we got to start with the boldest league. And by Pep, I just want to say this as start. Mm-hmm. Pep Guardiola went bold and said that the Premier League is harder than the Champions League. So it makes total sense that he went bold against Aston Villa. To win 3-2 with a massive comeback that for for a couple of seconds, Liverpool fans were thinking that Coutinho, Coutinho was doing the impossible. <laughs> I, I, I just got to say that only a person who's won the last four out of five Premier League titles can say that the Premier League is a harder <laughs> tournament to win than anything else out there. We, we both know that that's probably not true, but... Mm-hmm. Pep Guardiola, the emotion that he showed when that final whistle went, mm-hmm. I mean, you could obviously tell that he 100% believes that and that th- <laughs> this has been one hell of a trying campaign for Manchester City. So first and foremost, you got to give it to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I got to tell you, man, Alexander Zinchenko, when he came on, Thanks. he was one of the differences. Uh, obviously, OK Gundogan, uh, Kevin De Bruyne late in the game. I mean, they... They needed something, but man, this thing was getting set up for Liverpool, you know, <laughs> winning away. You had Philippe Coutinho uh, scoring the goal that puts them ahead. Um, I mean, just beautiful, beautiful uh, details. But then all it took was five minutes for everything to turn right back around. But uh, what what do you think? What do you think altogether? I, I mean, we knew. Yeah. First point that you mentioned there, the substitution of Zinchenko, the first one that he did was brilliant, just brilliant. And I got to say this, what what a way to end his time at Man City for Gundogan with a massive, massive brace, okay, coming Mm -hmm. off the bench. Gundogan, you are officially a Man City legend, my guy, okay? The smile on his face when he was leaving, it was just beautiful and for me this guy is underrated okay massively underrated just like Fernandinho too which another shout but Rodri Rodri got that goal too which I was Rodri's been getting some of these goals outside the box okay it's good to see him getting that confidence up and De Bruyne that De Bruyne assist you know it's Mm -hmm. you just get Mm -hmm. used to it it's magical and that's why okay a lot of people may hate on this okay Son and Salah, the top both joint top goal scorers of the Premier League, still didn't win the Premier League player this season. It was De Bruyne. And it was because of passes like we saw, okay, uh, that he won that trophy, man. De Bruyne was just magical that game, too. So Well, here's here's how ridiculous the, the, the last half of the season was mm-hmm. for KDB. Uh, he, did n- he did not register an assist up until December 29th. Okay. He had a handful of goals. He had a handful of goals, but he went through half the season without registering an assist, which we all look at and we say, you know, that's Kevin, De- that's Kevin De Bruyne in a nutshell, right? He yep. is the creator. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there he is. He just goes on a tear this last half of the season. And yeah, he was, he was 
flawless that second half. And it's not even the second half. It was like this, the 60th minute, right? The 55th mm-hmm. minute or whatever. Whenever that five-minute period started, and then they just took control. And it was absolutely wonderful to see. And you're right. Has Ilkay Gundogan, has he decided where he's going next? I, Do we know? I, 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 I think there's no decision still, but look, okay. Roma. Roma, just saying, yeah. Mourinho got his hands. Mm. <laughs> be a very, that's a very, very good move. And we'll talk about Roma later. But I, I was very surprised. And mm-hmm. maybe you have a little more details because I was coming back, getting situated, getting sat down. I didn't get to really look this up. But mm-hmm. tell me, why was Emiliano Martinez not on the field for Aston Villa? Because it showed. <sighs> Robin Olsen did not play his hand well in all three of those goals in that span of time. And Emiliano Martinez was not on the field. From what I know, he was not injured. And mm, I don't know. Do you know anything? The I think the justification is for the match that he's going to have for Argentina next week. So I'm not really sure. But for me, okay. that is a massive mm. point, okay? It's a shout-out because Emiliano yeah. Martinez could have changed, okay, the title Absolutely. decision in the Premier League. I agree. That is something that has to be shout-out. Great shout out. Like, well, I, I, I mean, it, it just was absolutely unreal to me that uh, I think it was a Raheem Sterling lifted cross, right? Robin Olsen, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe if he's six foot seven, he gets in the way of that. Uh, but if he anticipates it sooner, there's a good chance he can at least get a fingertip on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that Rod Regal, I, I get it, he was screened, but that was passed, expertly True. passed into the back of the net. Um, and you would think that if Olsen uh, was playing games, if mm-hmm. his anticipation was on point, that he might have been able to put that away. But uh, I, I, none of this changes the fact that Liverpool heartbreak all around. Uh, not e- not only does Liverpool lose, mm-hmm. right, the title, okay, which was, let's be honest, it was expected, although there was a dramatic moment for a little while. Yeah. But on top of that, yeah, Mo Salah has to share the golden boot um, <laughs> with, with Son. Um, who becomes the first Asian footballer to win the Premier League Golden Boot. Sheesh. I mean, that's pretty awesome. Big yeah. up on him. Big up on him. Seriously. Like Son, Jisung Park, like Asian players are starting to become Premier League heritage, okay? So it's wonderful to see, man. Wonderful to see. It Hall is. of Fame. Son is in the Hall <laughs> of Fame. And what I got to say mean, about Son, too, just shouting mm-hmm. him out, because that was a bold win against Norwich that... <laughs> no hope to Arsenal fans, okay, that they had a big win too against Everton. Big up on yep. them, but Tottenham, no chance. But I want to shout out something with Son is, you don't see news about Son going anywhere, okay? Son is a workaholic. He does what he's got to do, and that's why he's going to be a Tottenham legend, okay? Even though if he doesn't get a trophy, maybe, that I believe with Conte it can happen. You don't see the speculation. You don't see the problems being done by Son, okay? He's such a good uh, role model for Tottenham, okay? So big shout-out to Son, okay? Big shout-out. If there was a professionalism award in the Premier League, Son might win it. Son might win. So, yeah. Yeah, Why isn't there one? Um, I, I mean, this this was a this was a man that actually went back and did his civil service, right? Or his military service, too. I, I mean, this is a guy that that uh, for country and for club 
um, is just top of the top of the heap. And uh, let's be honest, we we forgot to mention that 23, Mm. right? 23 goals is what he landed on. And not one of those were penalties. Not one. (laughs) Not one was a penalty. Um, So, yeah, I I was going to ask you, I mean, it's very clear that Tottenham are going to go out and they're going to make Rodrigo Bentancur and they're going to make Dejan Kulusevski, who both were phenomenal. It's not hard to be phenomenal versus Norwich City right now, but they were both <laughs> phenomenal versus Norwich City. Um, it's it's pretty clear that if Antonio Conte, unless something crazy happens where he leaves, <laughs> I, I don't really see him leaving. Nah. Um, I, I'm I'm getting I'm getting close to getting on your bandwagon in terms <laughs> of really thinking that they might have uh, some of those peripheral peripheral pieces that are needed to support Harry Kane, support Son. Um, so support Kuti Romero, keep Loris a little longer, mm-hmm. and boom, you, you're absolutely right. I mean, Tottenham, Tottenham <laughs> has a way forward to at least an FA Cup at some point, and it's, it's going to be pretty interesting to see what next season brings mm-hmm. for the Tottenham Hotspur. I'll, say, I'll um, say Tottenham will be a hard team to beat in the Champions League, for starters, okay? Yeah. With Conte leading the way, mm-hmm. one-on-one in a game, Liverpool even had trouble. Liverpool yeah. even had trouble and Anfield against Conte. So I, uh, but I just wanted to say this: we're going to talk transfers too. But Harry Kane, man, Harry Kane. Okay, I don't know if he's going to stay at Tottenham next season, uh, but there's going to be a reason why I'm saying all this. But leading up with what you said with the role players, Kulusevski, he got it right. Yeah. Bentakur, he got it right. Regilon uh, and Emerson Royal look uh, look different players. Uh, then you got Son and Kulusevski, okay? For me, mm-hmm. for me, these two players are going to be, ooh, ooh, next season. They're going to be key for Conte's system. And yeah, I'm a big believer, as you said. And in the past, I was Arteta out because I was mm-hmm. Conte in. And I remember saying that to you. If, Ar- yeah. if Arsenal sack Arteta right now and get Conte, my, they might be right now in the Champions League, okay, instead of wow. Tottenham. Okay, they might. Okay. They might. Yeah. But Arteta's, because they've, now, they've made the decision of renewing with Arteta. They just need to mm-hmm. keep on going with him and trust the striker with him and see what it leads up to. But it needs to be said, Conte is a winner, okay? And that's why he puts the pressure on the top and on the players too. Because, look, he's got high expectations with himself. And he can't stand... Yeah four losses in a row which was the problem right at the time it was. and then like mm-hmm. then they got the win against city so yeah. it's it's mind games it's antonio conte man top five manager in the world of football right now antonio conte so that's why a united or an arsenal they should have got him if they could okay in my opinion I mean, absolutely. I mean, at least United. Uh, United had every chance yeah. um, to do this uh, in in the past. Um, but but yeah, that, that final. Let's let's be honest. Uh, Everton is luckier. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of their performance against Arsenal, Arteta <laughs> and Arsenal, uh, was because they had already secured exactly. Premier League status midweek. But man, that was not how you wanted to end the season. Um, Arsenal just kind of steamrolled them. Um, but no, I I really do. Um, it's just, do you remember how sour we were mm-hmm. on the Gunners? How sour we were about pretty much everything coming together for mm-hmm. them? Um, and they do have, while they did bottle it, there's no getting away from that. They bottled a they Champions did. League, uh, uh, you know, a cha- Champions League spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
ultimately, this is the progress that they wanted to see. This is a playing style. You know, there, there's a there's a means to an end here. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are a couple pieces away, but it looks like their first parry in the transfer market got swatted away um, with that, I think it was, what, 70 million euro bid for Victor Osimhen? Um, so <laughs> it, 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 gonna get that. No, no, no. Uh, they're not going to get the. But uh, if you're not going to get Osimhen for that much, I mean, who are you going to get? Um, uh, and that's that's a conversation probably for a later date. But let's just bop on over for mm-hmm. one second to the to the relegation battle because <laughs> Everton was obviously not lumped into the final match day, right? They had a midweek game, and my goodness, the scenes in that one borderline disrespect, disrespectful, and also amazing, right? Emotional True. and. I don't know of another word to put it. Dangerous, disrespectful. I mean, come on. There, there, there were players. There were players. There were fans on the field before the game with six minutes or five minutes of injury time before the game was even done, and you know it was being celebrated as if they had won the damn thing. Now I get it. I get what's going on. Mm. Um, when all is said and done, they showed the grit. They showed the determination that was needed to get that midweek. Uh, so that they didn't have to face Arsenal uh, on the final match day with anything on the line for them except, I don't know, some self-respect. But I just have to say, watching Frank Lampard, watching Mm -hmm. Everton and how they've responded under him, I'm just going to flat out say it. Mm. I do not think Frank Lampard is the guy to take Everton back to any sort of a respectful position in the Premier League. You don't reckon he's going to stay long-term? I don't think he should. I think if there's actual if there's actual ambition there, um, if if there's ambition to get back above top of the top of the uh, mm-hmm. you know half of the table, um, even in that top six, top seven again, mm-hmm. European positions, um, I, I'm just not sure Frank Lampard is going to be the guy that's going to get you. I there. get you. I um, get you. And I think just, once Ancelotti left Everton, we really mm-hmm. realized how good of a manager he was doing. Like he he is. Yeah. And doing such a good job at the time with Everton. Like, picking players like James James Rodriguez to come in. Like, really putting up the potential of these players. But Lampard, Bretton, I got to say, too. Like, he's been doing good with what, with, with the, the difficult task that he had. With a group of players that they didn't have a lot of hope when he, when he, when he got started. And, yeah, they managed to, to stay to stay and Richarlison. I just wanted to say I love the yeah. fact that Richarlison ain't scared of saying what he thinks, even to a legend like Jamie Carragher, because in his oh beliefs he shouldn't say that. Okay, against Richarlison, você é brabo, Richarlison. Okay, that's what he's got to uh. do. Uh, yeah, look, it's it's the grit you mentioned, and I believe Everton. This is going to be a wake-up call for them, okay? I don't believe okay. they're going to be again in a relegation battle, and they're going to mm. they're gonna have to change things up. <laughs> have to. Well, what, I don't under, what I don't understand is they, you know, according to what Burnley mm-hmm. and Leeds are saying, right, because they actually wrote a letter to the Premier League basically saying, I mean, Everton had to have um, violated financial fair play rules, mm. right? I mean, they've oh. lost how much money? in the last three, four, five seasons. And they've got this new stadium coming online. True. And they've got this Uzmanov guy that's that's out there and sanctioned. And there was supposed to be this big hole in the balance sheet and craziness like that. Um, well, no. I, I honestly believe... Yeah, sorry. I, well, yeah, but I mean, I honestly believe that it's not entirely positive to me 
that they won't necessarily get be sucked be sucked into say a um mm-hmm. not a relegation battle per se but maybe at least a scare uh because i don't see the money unless they sell people off mm-hmm. where are you going out and where are you buying these players True. with what money True. Uh, right richarlison money though like if he uh, leaves well yeah but, but he's a big reason why they stayed up in the first place. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, you gotta you gotta be smart with that. But um, that relegation battle, while you know the dramatics were taken out of it for Everton, mm-hmm. um, th- there was something sour about you know seeing these fans rush onto the field and actually touch Patrick Vieira, right? Mm. Oh, actually yeah, touch, yeah, 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 you know that 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 stuff kind of really wasn't cool. that wasn't cool. Patrick Cal- Vieira, yeah, Cal- yeah, reacted the yeah. way that he should have, man. If you're touching me like he that, out, yeah, then yeah, he showed he's a bold man, man, Patrick Vieira, yeah. which we all know the history with Roy Keane, and he showed yeah. why you don't mess <laughs> with him, okay? Yeah, no. And like as I said, such a good manager, like he managed to surprise Man United today mm-hmm. <laughs> and get a win, okay? That's surprise because Man United losing this season to Crystal Palace at home. Isn't a surprise, okay? Especially with Patrick Vieira. No. Amazing job, okay? And for me, too, I know this is Wonder mm-hmm. Kids, but just a quick mention with Crystal Palace, Southampton Kid 2, Armand Broja. They're going to play mm-hmm. preseason, okay, with Tuchel yeah. next season. So it's good to see getting a chance. Connor Gallagher, Armand Broja, okay? They can show their talent and they can show that they are worth staying at Chelsea, okay? I just wanted to shout that out. And Crystal Palace, Zaha go. Zaha goal against United, man. When is he going to leave Crystal Palace, Wilfred Zaha, Uh, okay? Underrated legend uh, for Crystal Palace and one of the best players, no doubt, no doubt outside of the top six. No doubt. Yeah, well, I got it. I got to tell you, whether or not Wilf leaves Crystal Palace, you you better be sure as hell he's going to talk about it, right? (laughs) It's 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 all about the drama for him when it comes down to this. But now, yeah. Yeah, no, but I- I'll tell you what. I- I'm so happy that there was so much other action to watch across the Premier League so that I didn't have to spend any time on that last Manchester United <laughs> dud. I mean, that was just an absolute dud. And, you know, what a way to send off a guy like Edinson Cavani, right? Oh. Uh, with with a scoreless uh, oh. piece of crap match. So, um, oh. But I-, I-, I was happy to see Hannibal Mejbri on the field. I guess that's like the only silver lining. Shola Shuratire got some time. But hey... We're in the relegation battle right now, okay? Everton, <laughs> boom. We're talking about we're talking about Frank Lampard. We're talking mm-hmm. about how good he did and how he he felt the pulse of Everton and he really got them to play for the badge again. Oh, good. <laughs> let's let's talk about somebody that actually did that, okay? Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about Jesse Marsh and Leeds United because they were dead in the water. I mean, they were dead in the water. Love it. Um and they were coming off of a, if Marcelo Bielsa can't do it, then nobody can do it. And nah. no, I'm not going to put, I'm not going to put everything in the corner of Jesse Marsh being some amazing coach, but as a man manager to the T, he absolutely got leads to play for the badge Completely. again. And they, they stuck it out. I mean, they had, uh, let's see, end of, end of February, he came mm-hmm. in. Okay. End of February, he came in. And he had, I believe it was four, at least four, um, end of the game, either match winners or late game <laughs> tires that got them either a point or three points. And those points meant everything Fuck. when it all came down to it. It was Luke Ayling. It was uh, Joe Gelhart one time. Um, I forget. It was another defender the other day. Yeah, Rafinha relatively Jack recently. 
Jack Harrison, you know, they were already, they were already had, no, that was the winner. You're right. That was the winner. Um, yes. So the fact that he, before him, it was five wins, 13 losses, eight draws. Since he took over in February, it was four wins, five losses, three draws. Their losses were to Chelsea, City, Villa, Leicester, and Arsenal. I yeah, mean, teams in the relegation battles, you're expected to lose. But he got four injury time equalizers or game winners for them to actually get this done. Um, I'm just excited because this isn't Leeds United surviving with a Burnley budget. Okay? True. This is Leeds United surviving with financial backing. And it's an American manager that is not cast aside. And he's going to get every shot to either be a positive force or a negative force <laughs> next year in the Premier League. And, uh, you know, first things first, he's going to bring in Brendan Aronson. Ah, so. <laughs> Rafinha money is going to be hitting different. Just saying, just saying as a start, because if Rafinha, yeah. if Leeds had gone down, Rafinha would mm -hmm. cost 25 million. But because uh, Leeds stay in the Premier League, it's a much different conversation with Barcelona. Okay, so we Massive. can expect 40 to 50 maybe. Rafinha leaving leads to yep. Barcelona, which is a total difference. Okay, total difference. It's Brendan Aronson money, like you said. He's going to cost 20 to 30, no? If he goes to uh, Leeds. Yeah, yeah, which, easily. Oh, which, 25, dead in the middle. Yeah. Which he's going to have an instant impact, which you said he's a workaholic in midfield, putting the pressure, mm -hmm. great dribbling. So... And he's worked in the past with Jesse Marsh. Am I correct? He's worked in the past with Jesse Marsh uh, at Red Bull Salzburg. Sheesh. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it didn't last too long, but they won it. They won a title together. They won a cup together. So uh, lovely, lovely. That's man. lovely. And yeah. another point that I wanted to complete with you: you said they lost those matches, which is totally understandable. Big, big mm -hmm. boy teams, and he didn't have Cal uh, Calvin Phillips at the start of the season. Yeah. He didn't no, have no. him. He was injured, okay? Injured when Jesse Marsh started at Leeds. So to see the magic happen, man, it's beautiful. And the striker, too. I fully expect Leeds next season to ha finally have a striker, not to be Daniel James. Daniel James <laughs> doing that role, okay? Or Patrick Bamford. Finally, yeah. he's not injured, and he plays with Jesse Marsh, which if he's in form, that would be excellent. But... You said Burnley, Burnley getting relegated. I just want to shout out to Cornette, okay? Winger, yeah. former Leon Baller, man. What a player. It's a pity for me to see him going to the championship. And I hope, I don't know, because he's a proud Burnley player, isn't he? So yeah, he, li he likes the badge. But if someone can go get him, go get yeah. him, okay? Newcastle, yeah, yeah, definitely. Newcastle, get a player like him. That would make That's total actually, sense. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The other up. player from Burnley, though, he, he didn't have the greatest season. Um, mm -hmm. But in past seasons, he's still young. Dwight McNeil is another one yes. somebody should be looking at. Yeah. Um, and no, it, like his last season, not great. But you put him in a system. Uh, he's all over the place, and he's generally up there in stat categories for U23 players mm -hmm. um, every year, even in a middling year. But yeah, let's be honest. Like the past few seasons, it's felt like Burnley was doing just enough to get by. Mm -hmm. um, they were always punching above their weight. And um, yeah, mm -hmm. while it's, it's sad to see them go, it's not exactly surprising um, <laughs> per se, but I am very happy that I definitely, I think I said it maybe two weeks ago that it felt like all signs were pointing to Leeds United because mm -hmm. Burnley was going to get it done at the turf more <laughs> and Leeds United was going to have to actually pip something um, away 
and they did. They did at Griffin Park of all places. So, I, I mean, it's absolutely great to see. Obviously, I'm biased when it comes to, to seeing this. I don't know mm-hmm. why we're spending this much time on a relegation fight, but man, <laughs> but the Premier League was just so damn fun this year. It Fact. really was. It was Fact. a lot of fun. Facts. Yeah. And Kevin De Bruyne, okay, we I don't know if we mentioned, but it needs to be mentioned. Kevin De Bruyne is the player of the season, okay? Mm-hmm. And Phil Foden won the Young Player of the Season award, which by many people, it should have been Saka or Declan Rice. But Phil Foden yeah. is a generational talent, and he gets a back-to-back Premier League Young Player of the Season award, okay? Baller, and yeah, it's deserved because, yeah. The vibes, the hey, technical ability, absolutely love it. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's he's a cog in a wheel I for you. sure. I warned you. Yeah, I, I know you you absolutely did. It was a very realistic choice. But Phil Foden, he had four of his fourteen goal involvements versus Brighton, <laughs> and then he had seven of his fourteen goal involvements versus all rele- all relegated or all those that were in a relegation fight like Everton. Okay, so that leaves what. A goal versus Liverpool. I think he had a goal versus maybe Newcastle. And he had a goal versus Brentford somewhere in there. I get you. I know he played more of a role. He absolutely played more of a role than just the statistics suggest. Yeah. But man, Bukayo Saka like had (laughs) Arsenal on his back a lot of the season. Declan Rice, mm-hmm. uh, you know, kept West Ham in a European in a European place battle. True. Um, even through injuries, even through you know, they had their own fair share of injuries. True. So, but... I just feel like with Phil Foden winning it last year, it felt like the the battle was close enough that it really should have been Saka, Mount, Trent, or um, I, or I who am I? Or well, Rice? Or statistically, yes, Mount had a better season than Foden, yeah. but. You know, I get you, though. I get you. <laughs> I get where you're coming from. So tell us down below, people, your thoughts about the Premier League awards of this season, okay? What should have happened? And anything bold we haven't mentioned in the Premier yeah. League. And something bold, I got to say, too. Holland, uh-huh. okay? That Man City money is kicking in, okay? Because Erling Holland reportedly gifted 33 Rolexes, okay, to his former uh, Dortmund uh, mm-hmm. teammates and yeah. like I think 20 Omega watches in which in total he spent 500,000 pounds okay in watches okay just a goodbye to Dortmund yeah. okay so that's a yeah. good way to say goodbye in the Bundesliga just rewarding someone had a good point in the uh, in the Twitter comment section it was it mm. was how the heck did he source <laughs> 33 of those watches right how the heck did he do that because uh you got to know somebody and they're pretty hard to come by um but i'm sure a lot of money you know uh that helps and true it's funny we're, true. we're, we're talking about a lot of money around holland but we're gonna get somewhere else uh, in a little bit true and but, i said that erling holland left but he wasn't the only person leaving okay dortmund in which marco rose has mm-hmm. has been um, sacked by Dortmund, okay? And this is a decision of a manager that got second place, eight points, okay, from Bayern Munich. But it yep. just shows the level right now and the focus, okay? The expectations of the Dortmund manager right now are win the Bundesliga, man. Win the Bundesliga. And if you don't, you're out. You are out. Yeah, so, but, mm, I like that. But that's, that's how you get... 10 managers in 10 years or something. I mean, Marco Rosa should absolutely have deserved another year. Mm. And I think it's a, it's a terrible mistake that they did that. I like, Um, 
I like Edin Terzic nah. for Brighton. I like him. He's though. been there. He's been yeah. there. He's done that. I mean, come on. Mm -hmm. Marco Rosa absolutely did. He worked with what? Like 75% of a roster most of the year? True. True. Harlan, I, I, yeah. he's, he's still he's still wound up with eight. It's not his fault when it comes down to it. Mm -hmm. um, he absolutely deserved another year and another go out of it, uh, go at it, and the ability to actually spend in the market. And even Kareem Adeyemi was surprised. Mm -hmm. I mean, you would have to imagine Marco Rosa had a bunch of conversations with Kareem Adeyemi as they courted him, as they brought him in. And here he is showing up first day, uh, you know, preseason, and Marco Rosa is not going to be there. He I, was surprised. I get it's... you, though. I think the Europa League, though, was a huge difference maker. And as you <laughs> said in the past, the Ibrox, yes, it does hit different. But Edin Terzic, if we compare the Edin Terzic season with uh, Marco Rosa, like he won the sure. DF DFB Pokal. Okay, he still won a trophy with Dortmund. And I don't know the importance, and I don't know the conversation that it was, but I honestly think it was Bundesliga or bust. And for Edin Terzic, I think it's the same yeah. thing, okay? With the players that are coming in, Adeyemi, Skotzelperk, uh, Sule, uh, reportedly going for a lot of top players. So the expectations yeah. for him is the exact same. Win the Bundesliga or you're out too. So high standards. I it's it definitely high standards. I also, I, I have to hold you to higher standards because mm. I'm pretty sure you just called Nico Schlotterbeck Scuttlebutt, which is pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> such a hard name for me. Scuttlebeck, if I just say. Schlotterbeck, I think, is is what it is. But I, I, you, it's great you bring him up because he was Freiburg's rock yes. versus, uh, versus RB Leipzig in the DFB Pokal. And mm -hmm. I don't think people realize how good of a get he is for, for Dortmund next okay. season. I really don't think if they can keep him healthy, he will be up there with defender. Yeah. Best yeah. defender uh, in the Bundesliga next season. And, and that's a big, if, if they can keep him healthy, but he has been Freiburg's rock all season. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't think I even processed it because all the talk was around Holland, this Holland, that Adeyemi coming in, uh, but True. then getting Nico Schlotterbeck is a massive, massive um, deal. Mm -hmm. And them keeping Jude for another season is a massive deal. So while I'm going to basically matter-of-factly say right now, mm -hmm. Bo Russia Dortmund is not going to win the Bundesliga next season. Um, nope. I do feel like they, yeah, I do feel like they have the DNA to win it in the next two or three. But who wins um, But I don't think they're winning season? it next season. Who wins the I, next I, season? I, you, you saw the news. Lewandowski's probably staying. What? No, 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 no. Lewandowski's probably staying. No, 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 no. So I, I know, I know it's a difference of eight million or whatever the deal is, but but they're 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 gonna play hardball with him. We'll see. They will stay because I I just want to say why I'm so no 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 because I think his head Lewandowski's head is out of Bayern. I think it's completely out. But. If it, oh no, I just think it's a hard, it's hard for Bayern Munich to find such a replacement and not quick notice, but get a negotiation with the stamp said, okay, you go with it. Yep. So, but no, I think Lewandowski, I think it's 32, 40 million is what Barca, that, that's the discrepancy, the 8 million, right? Yeah. So I yeah, think well, that happens. I think 40 million Barca, man, I think they're just hardballing it. Ah, 40 yeah, million well, Lewandowski. Well, ah, well, maybe they can get a going. former... 
Frank right. Well, maybe they can get a maybe they can get a former uh, German political leader like Angela <laughs> Merkel to reach out to Lewandowski to stay. Please oh, stay. Yeah. Uh, but just, it, but just Barca, kidding. but Barca's like they're yeah. gonna get money with Umtiti going. They got money with Coutinho yeah. going. They got to get money with mm -hmm. Sergino Dest maybe going. So yeah. Dembele is not gonna stay. So that contract, mm, Traoré contract going. So I see a ton of money gonna come into with Barca and I could see, let's see, let's see. I think they'll yeah. be fine to get Lewandowski, but it's just, yeah. it's not just Lewandowski. It has to mm. be new fullbacks. Like the first thing for me for Barca is to mm -hmm. change the fullbacks because if you have the same fullbacks as you had last season, you're not going to win anything. So, but yeah, that's a whole different <laughs> Barca talking. I go, I go bold with that. But we were mentioning yeah, yeah, yeah. Bundesliga, RB Leipzig winning the DFB Pokal. First major trophy in the history of RB Leipzig. So big up on that. And people, Ralph Ragnick had a huge say in the development yeah. and for that to happen. So big up to RB Leipzig. And the question, the question in everyone's mind that's, that follows the Bundesliga is, mm -hmm. is Christopher Nkunku going to stay in the Bundesliga? Because Nkunku, if Nkunku this season was nominated the best player in the Bundesliga. He had four Player of the Month uh, awards in the Bundesliga, and he had Record. 55 goal involvements, okay? 55. Yeah. So Nkunku is the difference. And if RB Leipzig wants to win the Bundesliga next season, which there's a chance, yeah. it's with Nkunku there. So I, I think that's the difference, but I don't think he'll stay. Just saying, people. And, <laughs> I, and I think people, you know, people are very quick. Yeah, well, people are very quick to look at RB Leipzig and say, you know, I don't like them, right? They bought their way to the top. And then that's at the same true. breath, at the same breath, they'll applaud the Super League clubs or they'll go to PSG and applaud this Kylian Mbappe craziness that we're going to talk about in a little bit. Um, but we got to remember, they started in the fifth division. Okay. It was bought, it was bought as a toy, no mm -hmm. doubt about it, but they still had to work their way to the top and it's taken them 13 years to win a trophy. Okay. A, a top tier trophy, right? 13 years. All right. So they went from the fifth division all the way up and yeah, they spent, but they spent within their controls, right? They spent within what was allowed of them to spend. Exactly. And if, you know, Mat I think it's Mataschitz is his name, whoever owns Red Bull, right? Mm -hmm. This guy could go out there and he could spend massive massive bucks if you wanted to and he has yeah. but never to the point of psg never to the point of whatever <laughs> right i mean the best money he ever got was what 66 million for nabi keita from liverpool and Werner okay? was, was big money too Werner, 53 yeah 53 mm -hmm. million for Werner. so i'm just looking at it and i'm saying this is a club that has incrementally and i know they took a step back this year but they mm -hmm. won a trophy right they mm -hmm. still got champions league ball if Fuck. you wanted a way to keep Christo Nkunko there, right? Those are the two things, right, you mm -hmm. needed to give him. You Champions needed to give League. him a trophy, and you needed to give him Champions League football. Mm -hmm. I think they've done everything they absolutely can to get him to sign on the dotted line of a renewal so that if he does this again the next two seasons, you know, he, they can maybe sell him off for 70. Because if, if mm -hmm. Nabi Keita was 60 million and Timo Werner was 53 mm -hmm. with lesser numbers all across the board, oh, yeah. right? Then, then this guy probably could go for seventy in this market. Could a hundred man? Could go. I mean, 100. he could go for hundred. I don't even with this crazy market. What's yeah. going on? Um, absolutely. But hey, I am not one of those guys that says Red Bull Leipzig. 
is a, a money club. They bought their way to the top. I think if you want to look at a club that long term mm-hmm. is going to break the hegemony of Bayern Munich, yeah. I believe RB Leipzig uh, is very close to getting that architecture right um, to do it. And I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what's going to happen. And if it's Dortmund in there too, wonderful. If it's Leverkusen in there too, mm-hmm. with their ability to get really great young stars, wonderful. But I do believe that Leipzig... Uh, has a sustainable chance to take over and the, um, as one of the best in the league. And even if Red Bull like was a monopoly in football, I would guarantee mm-hmm. that Erling Haaland and Karim Adeyemi would have gone to RB Leipzig instead of yeah. Dortmund. They would have mm-hmm. gone instead because they leave Red Bull Salzburg and they go to Dortmund. So if if Leipzig was mm-hmm. really making like a huge like business scheme and all that, they would go from right. Salzburg to Leipzig. So it's yeah, great business. So, <laughs> exactly. So it's like it's great business. And I want to shout out to Nkunku, okay, the star of the show. But you have mm. Limer, Conrad Limer, which is an excellent player. You got Kvardiol, which is one of the best center backs in the world by many people. Yeah. Mukiele, Dani Olmo. You got so much talent to grab. And for sure, this RB Leipzig team, this is what I love. You look five in five years' time. You're going to see so many of these players in the top teams in the world, okay? Konate, Upamecano were like at RB Leipzig last season. And every person that watched Leipzig knew that those two would be absolute ballers wherever they go. So, And even Nagelsmann too. Nagelsmann, wonder kid coach, goes to Bayern Munich afterwards. He was at uh leipzig and a player like Paulson yeah. man just hits different with leipzig okay so yeah it's yeah like, no it, it, it's 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 true i mean um and they we got to remember they won this game in penalties mm-hmm. after playing the majority of the game or not quite the majority but a lot of the game a man down right mm-hmm. halstenberg marcel halstenberg mm-hmm. um was sent off uh i think it was last man and uh, it was Nkunku's late, not too late, but it was his equalizer that sent him in. And it was Nkunku that actually scored a penalty kick um, mm-hmm. in, in their penalties uh, to win it all. So, um, And we got to remember also how they started the year, mm-hmm. Leipzig, right? True. I mean, let's, let's go full circle with Jesse Marsh, okay? <laughs> uh, because he started the year with Leipzig and, and mm-hmm. basically got pushed out of there. And it's Domenico Tedesco. And, um, it's worth just a, out. Yeah, it's working out well. Another young, um, up-and-coming manager uh, with a clear, clear identity, something he wants to build there. And I hope he gets the chance. Um, And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for Leipzig. Just so I don't forget, on the Bundesliga shot, we got a team that won Europa League 2 of the Bundesliga. So huge mention to Frankfurt going extremely bold and winning the Europa League in style, okay? Frankfurt with the, those fans, man. You got to say, yeah. amazing fans, okay? Supporting t- the team wherever yeah. they go. And Frankfurt is another team that one or two players, man, underrated nonstop. And in the world yeah. of football, the world saw how good Kostic really is, okay? Yes. So big up yeah. to Kostic. Kevin Trapp, too, great goalkeeper. And Noth, mm-hmm. man. Those are the three players that I know are going to be remembered in the world of football, okay? So... Big up oh, yeah. on those. Love, love. That was the first European trophy in 42 years. So um, and there, uh, you, 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 you do have to bring it up. There is something about Germany. Mm-hmm. There is something about some of the top clubs in Germany and their fan bases. Mm-hmm. Um, they are absolutely 
unreal. Mm -hmm. um, and it's something that I know, you know, here in the States, as we watch these, the, the, the club <laughs> histories grow over time. I mean, it's something that I would aspire to, mm. uh, to, to just see, true. uh, take hold in, in the States. And, um, it's, it was a beautiful thing. Like, um, you got to give kudos to Rangers as well, but that is the best thing that Eintracht Frankfurt did. They win, mm -hmm. they win their first title in 42 years. And then guess what they do? They take out an advertisement in a Glasgow paper <laughs> to pay their respects to Rangers and their fans. Now that's class, right? That's class. They should yeah. put an article on Calvin Basie too. Like, what a game by they him! Should. What a yeah. game by him! I don't think he'll stay at Rangers after that game. Okay, even when he did a mistake, he got the uh -huh. tackle afterwards. So I was like, pretty impressed yeah. with him. Pretty impressed. What a was game! Was he a city? Was he? A, I, uh, I'm not sure. I am not sure about him, but I was surprised, man. Great player, great player at Rangers. I gotta say. But yeah, we were mentioning Bundesliga, and there was a transfer that happened. You mentioned it fast and yeah for real madrid this is a mm -hmm. pretty bad season because in terms of transfers because real madrid didn't manage to get erling holland and didn't manage to get killian mbappe so this mm -hmm. is great news great news to who eden hazard okay eden hazard has got to go bold considering that these two players didn't go to Real Madrid. I just want to start by saying that. I'm not forgetting yeah. about you, Eden Hazard. Okay, go bold, my guy. Fuck. I'm going to forget about him. Please. He's forgotten. He's forgotten. He's not <laughs> stepping up. Come on. No, I believe it. No. Come on. And uh, the hazard. Bored hazard. I know. If, if it's Peak Hazard, if Peak Hazard manages to come, Brett. I agree. Oh. I don't think Peak Hazard wants to come out. Oh. It's. It, I, I think it's a conscious choice. I think Peak Hazard is... Uh, gone is is we got highlight tapes and uh youtube no. to youtubes to watch i just don't think it's coming back but hey let's start with this before we even talk about the terms with yes. killing mbappe okay let's talk about this um obviously real madrid fans have been screaming his name right since 2017 <laughs> since he's been flirting with real madrid for years and years and years and goodness i mean I what think. a what an a, incredible turnaround uh, and 180 that was completely unexpected to most of us but Let's just revisit what's going on with Real Madrid. They just won La Liga, mm -hmm. okay? Vinicius Jr., uh, he just had a breakout season for the ages, okay? Ooh, Kareem Benzema is literally, like, I mean, a man on fire, all right? You even had, like, Rodrigo and some others starting to show, you know, their medal, right? Show mm -hmm. that they can maybe take it up a notch. Um, mm -hmm. And they, they're going to be playing for a Champions League final. And yet, this is a deflating... There's no way to, to cut it. This is a deflating development for Real Madrid fans. And they have a Champions League final, final to fight for and a La Liga title in their belts. It's so, uh, what's the term? Mm -hmm. So bass backwards, right? It just feels so bizarre. Because does Real Madrid really need <laughs> Kylian Mbappe to survive? No, no, they don't. They don't. But they want him, but they but, don't need him. But they see what Barca's yeah. doing and they're like, we, we kind of need something to come, maybe... And then we see yeah. Benzema putting in his story a two-pack photo that was right. his friend that, like, uh, backstabbed him and all that. So Benzema's right. even taking it personal, man. But I'll say yeah. this, man. Mbappe used Real Madrid. Used yes, is did. the word as leverage for him to mm -hmm. get the boldest contract in the history of football. When I saw this contract... I couldn't believe my eyes, man. 300 million. 
signing bonus and a hundred million a season after tax. After yep. tax, okay? This is crazy Filthy. money. <laughs> Neymar cost 200 million, 220 million as a transfer. Mbappe mm -hmm. is getting 300 just to sign the contract. Yeah. Oh my days. And what's crazy for me is killing Mbappe once he leaves uh, PSG one day, which his contract, he's 23 right now. He signed it, he extended mm -hmm. three years. So once he's 26, this man will leave PSG a billionaire. A billionaire, okay? That is the craziness of all this. And if people have doubts of what's the number one sport in the world, man, you say that Kylian Mbappe is going to be a billionaire at 26, man. It's football, yeah. okay? It's football. And I don't know if Macron had a conversation with Mbappe, man. Because there's some yeah. rumors that suggested the French president even spoke to Mbappe to stay at PSG, man. This is bollocks, man. It's crazy. Yeah, well, you know, that's a lot of tax. Re that's a lot of tax revenue. You know, <laughs> that's a tax. A lot of tax revenue, even the country. Um, but dude, I, it just comes down to the fact that uh, Kylian Mbappe was playing chess while everybody else was playing checkers. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> he knew what he was doing the whole time. Um, he had us all fooled. Uh, I, I am just surprised, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes we go and we look at things and we say. Man, that really feels like it's all about the money. Yeah. This was all about the money. Okay. I don't think there's any, I, I just don't think there's any other way to, to phrase this. I, okay. I 300 million euros to sign on a dotted line is bonkers. Maybe it's a, a new normal, but it's going to change the transfer market for years. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. It's done. It's just. And, and ridiculous too. Yeah. Like it just shows Christian man. Christian mm -hmm. goes from United to Real Madrid, and the what number one thing on Christian's mind is, I'm gonna be the best player in the world, man, and I'm gonna yeah. be the best ever in history. And I think mm -hmm. if Mbappe had that mindset, I think he'd go to Real Madrid, man. And that's why people are having big doubts on why yeah. he stayed. But. Let's put the doubt there. And if Mbappe was, I think he was born in Paris, okay? And it mm -hmm. is true. If he manages to bring the Champions League to PSG, it is crazy. And we all know if he does that, locked, he gets the Ballon d'Or with Le Keep in Paris. We all know that, okay? So what? Mbappe, it makes sense. You get the Ballon d'Or, but come on, okay? I'd go but, to Real Madrid. And the, I think but, Mbappe's mom said that both deals were the same. So yeah. what what was what was the difference so okay but well, that's true but I just wanted to say this too I saw that Leonardo okay the uh -huh. sporting director of PSG got sacked and that's a yep. good move and that's a yeah, good Luis move Campos. so yeah they're going to get Luis Campos was which was the man who decided yeah. to get Mbappe from Clairefontaine to Monaco he convinced him so I honestly think that's the right move to do, okay? And I see mm. that Pochettino's going to leave, and uh, the, <laughs> the dream is Zidane, okay? So if Luis Campos and Zidane are the change the next season, good yeah. on Mbappe, man, honestly. Good on I, Mbappe. But I've got some I predictions think I, on this. Do you? I mean, mm. I, I think if it comes down to it, it's not... Okay, maybe the dream is Zidane, right? Maybe the dream is Zizou, right? Yeah. In in PSG. Yeah. But it's whoever Kylian Mbappe wants. 
But he wants Zidane. At, he wants Zidane. He, he, he wants he wants Zidane. I believe he also wants Campos uh, in. Uh, mm-hmm. And he, uh, I don't know if it's true, but obviously it was reported that he also does seemingly have veto power uh, mm-hmm. on transfers out, transfers in. Um, and there was even a little talk about what him wanting Neymar gone. Yep, I think I he's gone. I think Neymar's going to leave PSG, bro. Yep, this summer Ooh. Neymar is going to leave because it's not just uh, Mbappe reportedly. It's Qatar too. The owners of PSG have had enough. And I'll say something too. I think that Mbappe really wants to bring Ousmane Dembele to PSG. I honestly think yeah. they, he really wants that. I think that's yeah. the duo that would make sense for PSG. I honestly would love to see that because Dembele okay. would be happy, man. He'd finally be happy in Paris next to Mbappe. Or injured. <laughs> or <laughs> injured. But I just think it's it's interesting. And look for yeah. Messi too. Messi wouldn't wouldn't say no to a player that was at Barca before. Maybe he would be like, "Why didn't you stay longer, Dembele, at Barca?" But <laughs> but I think Dembele I... would be with open eyes. <laughs> Yeah, well, they're they're already uh, they're getting rid of Di Maria, right? Mm-hmm. He's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I I've I've heard Syria is is the next uh, uh, Juventus yep. potentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I mean they're they're already doing things. I guess that they have to do. But this comes down to the comes down to it. How how does a deal like this fit under a financial fair play type of a, a situation, True. right? Or even a salary cap situation in the future. So mm-hmm. if there's any brainiacs uh, in there, because I'm not going to spend the time on it, uh, Alex, I don't think you'll spend the time on it unless you want to tell me otherwise. I would love to know mm-hmm. um, how there's enough revenue out there to pay for this, or if this is just, hey, we've got the money, we're going to do it but and you I, know, come after us if not, because it's for the good of football. True. But I think La Liga is like suing PSG, like yes, to UEFA, are. and it's like they're saying they're justifying by saying, like PSG had six hundred million in losses. So how do they mm-hmm. make an investment of seven hundred million with Kylian Mbappe? So I do, but to say that they are having the risk, they're being the risk of the Super League when Florentino mm-hmm. Perez was like the man, the man leading yeah. the way. I just feel like it's a bit hip, uh, hypocritical, honestly. But let's see what's going to happen and the decision-making with FIFA, with all of this. But Mbappe is going to stay at PSG, so signings are going to come. They're going to go out. And the big question, too, is Chouameni. Yeah. I thought yeah. like the transfer of Chouameni to Real Madrid was a lot mm-hmm. because Mbappe was going to go to Real Madrid. I feel like that was a, a hand-in-hand transfer. So... I'm honestly very curious to see who's gonna launch you on many. Is it gonna be Real, Liverpool, PSG? I don't know, but someone's gonna get it. <laughs> I'm gonna throw AC Milan in that hat. Uh, but I, you know, here's here's what it comes down to. Great. Kylian Mbappe in League One mm. for the next however many years. Three. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of yeah it's kind of nauseating. Mm-hmm. Right, I, I, he's got 28 goals, 17 assists this year. Yep. Um, he's never uh, he, left. He literally, he like single-handedly like relegated a club. Right, mm-hmm. FC Mets is is pushed into a relegation playoff <laughs> after he just went crazy on him. I just, it feels, it does feel very farmers leagueish. Um, mm-hmm. so it's just there's gonna be this difference of, yeah. I mean, here we are. We're talking about Shuamani, but Kylian yeah. Mbappe is just miles and miles and miles ahead as an economic. What this is exactly why we focus on wonder kids, Fuck. right? Why we focus on people under 20 so we don't have to talk about the money 
and the oh. and the craziness that is happening in this transfer market that I can't even keep up with. Um, but it is an insane deal, um, and I think it's only going to portend more insanity. Uh, but when I, it comes to people throwing money. But I gotta say this too, like you said, Mbappe is gonna be a mm -hmm. player that's never left the French league. He's yeah. never left the French league, and he he gets that feeling because he's 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 won a World Cup. He's won right. a World Cup for France. So that's why all the high expectations are with Kylian Mbappe. So that's why we yeah. all expected him to have a brand new challenge. But let's wait and see until he's 26, people. So put down below, what did you think of the Mbappe situation? Should he have stayed? Should he have gone? Is it the money worth it? Tell us down below your thoughts, people, community. But something bold. You mentioned fast that you said AC Milan, you were many. But AC Milan has only reasons to celebrate, don't they, Breton? Only reasons, yeah. What a win. <laughs> What a win to end the season for them. Scudetto after 11 years. AC Milan finally gets it. And it's with a bold hat-trick in the first half by Rafael Machina. Okay, what a player for AC Milan. The man. The man. Love it. Yeah, it. yeah, man. I mean, it, and it, I'm sure it's great to see. He's only 22. Mm -hmm. He's coming into his own. Um, but he was absolutely massive for them this season. Mm -hmm. Um, absolutely massive for them too, when it counted, yes, right? When exactly. it really counted, I believe he's got like two goals, six assists in his last six matches, Boom. which we know how close that Scudetto race was between them and Inter. Cause Inter also, I mean, if AC Milan slipped up, Inter was going to clean it up, mm -hmm. right? They, they had it done last, last match of the season. So the fact that like layout like he just blitzed them and mm -hmm. i just love it's so poetic that we everybody spends a lot of time talking about Romelu Lukaku not scoring not doing this <laughs> not doing that and here's Olivier Giroud yes winning the scudetto with AC Milan after being cast aside at Chelsea and he goes in he gives AC Milan one of their first uh, scudettos in you know over a decade and he it. scores i think two on the day right scores mm -hmm. two on the day. So kudos to Olivier Giroud. I think he's my new eternal wonder kid. Uh, <laughs> step aside, Jesse Lingard. Olivier Giroud knows how to score big goals. Um, love it. I love it. Well, I the, love it. The hairstyle so is always wonder kid. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> but Giroud, man, it's, it's, that's a fact, man. What a job by him. And it's Giroud. It's Mike Magnian. It's Teo yeah. Hernandez. It's Tomori. Kalulu, I gotta shout Kalulu, what an amazing deal. Rafael, Benacer, Kessier was instrumental. Zlatan, Zlatan yeah. Ibrahimovic, another eternal wonder kid. So the pieces that Maldini and Pioli put all made sense. And Tonali, I can't forget. Tonali, the prince of you. Milan, the prince, the, the king yeah. maybe in future. So I love to see it for me. I got to see if Milan keeps Teo Hernandez and Rafael right. Leo, okay? Because Real Madrid is going to open mm -hmm. big eyes to these two when they don't get yep. Kylian Mbappe because these two players would fit so well with Real Madrid. Yeah. So big up, big up on Milan, man. Unbelievable. And, that, and that's kind of the question we got to pose. I got to mm -hmm. pose it to people listening here because do we feel like this is a one-off? I mean, think about the players we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yes, Tamori Tamori was great. Yes. He's phenomenal this season, breakout season. 
Um, but Tamori wasn't even really he's not even considered for the English national team, but, right? Which he, is, wow, it's, it's, it's mad, right? Kalulu was a cast aside from, from Lyon, right? Fuck. So do we think, do we think that this is, and Teo was already at Real Madrid, right? True. And, you know, True. couldn't hack it per se. Um, so do we feel like this is a one-off or do we feel like AC Milan, the Rosaneri, do we feel like they have the architecture, the, 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 the four, the foundation in place to really make a go at it they year do, after year from here. Yeah, and I, I'm with they you do. on that. They do. I, I believe in it. Because I see Tomori. I was shocked mm -hmm. with when I saw him speak Italian. I was like, this. he, <laughs> yeah. legit, he speaks Italian so great. fluently. Like, great. And it's, yeah, you mentioned it. It's the core. There are players mm -hmm. that I don't see wanting to leave next season. Only mm -hmm. one or two I could see leaving, like Rafael Liao. But even if yeah. Theo leaves, it's with an enormous paycheck for Milan. So, and if they do have it, we all saw that they know how to do business because they left Donnarumma go or Dollarumma by many people. And Mike Magnion might be the best player in Serie A this season. And he was yep. the goalkeeper replacement to Donnarumma. So, even I think, even if some of these players leave, I believe in Maldini to make the dream keep on going for Milan. And I want to see Milan going bold in the Champions League, man. Finally, we're going to see. Finally, finally, maybe going past the group stages, okay, Milan, and doing a proper chance, a challenge to the top teams well, in Europe. Well, it, it also seems like Maldini hasn't rested on his laurels uh, just yet because mm. the word is he's already gone out and secured the most coveted super sub mm. on the planet. Diva yeah. So we'll we'll see Great. what um. I mean, I I could see him. I could see him scoring a couple ninety second minute headers or something, uh, for them next season. And a cult hero exits Anfield, mm -hmm. um, and and enters Serie A. Although it hasn't been you know formally announced yet, but um, but you know what was team. formally announced? Yeah, it is. I, I and here's the crazy thing, right? AC Milan could put it all together, and they could have the foundation. Mm -hmm. Right. But Inter Milan also has the foundation to compete every year as they've as they've True. shown. They also had their own narrative issues, their own personnel issues to mm -hmm. begin the year. And there were a lot of people, including myself, uh, that didn't <laughs> think that they were going to be able to mount a challenge again mm -hmm. with all the question marks that were whatever. Enter Nico Barella, enter yes. Kalinoglu, enter a lot of these guys that have really made them um, just a, a phenomenal team. Um, I've, I've been impressed with I, Joaquin Correa yeah. too. Like he was mm -hmm. a great buy, great buy too, was, Joaquin Correa yeah. inside the yeah. league. Like that's yeah, what they do. They get like Gozens mm -hmm. too inside the league. Like they they manage to snatch from others. And I think Dybala there's a good chance too of going to Inter. Uh, to Inter. So yeah, I yeah. like what you're saying with these. And they have the best defense in the league too, next to Milan. They, they do, they, they do. But Milan's, I mean, that <laughs> that last stretch. We talk about how Rafael Rafael Leao um, mm -hmm. scored a few and and assisted a few phenomenal, um, very important goals late in the season. Mm -hmm. That defense in that second half of the season for AC Milan was unreal. Fun. I mean, I think I think from a um, from a statistical standpoint, they obviously conceded less goals than some of the best AC Milan teams. Jeez. Of yesteryear. I am not calling them Maldini. <laughs> I am not calling them in any way, shape, or form any of them. 
but they they obviously put together either they put together a season for the ages mm -hmm. and we'll talk about them in the future but they'll just kind of waft off in, you know into the ether we'll never see them again mm -hmm. or they will become you know uh, again a fearsome competitor uh year in year out with with inter milan and who knows maybe juventus maybe uh, AC, as roma can mount a challenge um next season uh if they if they make the right additions but yes. uh, yeah the dybala leaving mm -hmm. dybala leaving the last match in at, for, at juventus stadium him crying man mm -hmm. seeing how he reacted towards that it's just that my feeling was why is he leaving man why uh, is he leaving? He's he, he's in his prime. Like he's he can he can he can do amazing matches still for Juve. So it's just so weird for me. But big questions are else. Yeah. And Weston McKenney is he gonna stay at Juve? Like I have no idea. Is Chiesa gonna come back the same player? Is Vlahovic gonna start scoring goals? And is Allegri gonna start making the decisions right for Juve? So a lot right. to happen for Juventus to win the Scudetto back. But I am hopeful with the management of the Milan teams, man. AC Milan and Inter Milan. I think they're going to put yeah. e a challenge to them. And Napoli too. Napoli too on the top. And you mentioned fast Roma. Roma, I hopefully Mourinho will stay at Roma. And Tammy Abraham, man. Tammy Abraham yeah, man. naturally is going to have a ton of market after the season mm -hmm. he had. And Tammy, made, uh, Tammy Abraham became the Englishman with the most goals scored in Serie A history, okay, with 17 goals. And please, okay, Southgate, call him up for England with Tomori. With yeah. Tomori. These two have to be called up for England. Just have to. So well, I had to say that. I had to well, say that. <laughs> yeah, you absolutely do have to say that because they deserve it. Um, and Tammy Abraham, um, I think it was 27 goals on the season total, Sheesh. right? All competitions, which I think is the oh, most gosh. since uh, Aiden Dzeko's amazing year for them. Like, mm -hmm. I think it was five years ago, five seasons ago, he had maybe 30-something. But Tammy Abraham, yeah, I mean, he got it done when all was necessary. Mm -hmm. um, a lot to improve upon um, for AS Roma. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll, I'll be interested to see if... Uh, if Mourinho is up to the task if he even wants to be up to the task, but they've got a conference league final coming up so they could add something else to their, uh, you know, to their whatever. Um, I love how you said once wants to be up to the task. I love, it. I love yeah. it. You saw the rumors they, of Newcastle Mourinho, right? I did. I did. If and that happens. Some, some, yeah. Some part of that feels right. Some all, some other part of that makes you go, there's no freaking way. <laughs> but I have no way of knowing what Mourinho thinks now, right? Mm -hmm. Mourinho, Mourinho 10, 15 years ago, like in his prime. Oh, yeah. You felt like you, felt like you could calculate his next move maybe a little bit better. Untouchable. Yeah, and, and now like he could, he could go take over Sunderland uh, ah. for getting their promotion from League One to uh, Championship. Oh, he ain't breaking, I man. He ain't breaking. I honestly don't. <laughs> Yeah, I know. But there's one other thing, and I, I, I don't know if there's a grain of truth to this, but I've mm. been seeing it a lot. Do you, you, you brought up Weston McKenney and his mm -hmm. potential exit, right? Um, and, and I honestly could see that. I could see him coming mm -hmm. to Premier League, and mm -hmm. I believe it would be a great, great, great place for him. But one of the reasons why Weston McKenney, even though uh, he is well-liked by Allegri there, mm -hmm. uh, I thought was because they might be extending offers and trying to bring back Paul Pogba. 
Is ah, there truth to that? Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Oh. And I can totally see Paul Pogba. Come on, yeah. what a career. What a, what a, not a weird career, but uh, definitely a career that you think this is, this ain't normal. So he's going to leave Man United, Paul Pogba, twice, mm -hmm. twice as a free agent, okay? And to Juve. The Juve, maybe. And this is going to be the crazy part. He's going to always be at his best at Juve. Yeah. At Juve. Yeah. Okay, I don't know if it's the lifestyle in Turin, because when it's cold, it really gets cold over there. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I, I think it's going to work out. And they need stars, man. If Juve are going to be great again, they need mm -hmm. Pogba to be great. They need the league to stay and to be great. They need Chiesa to hit big numbers. And they surely need Vlahovic to hit big numbers too. So these are the players that I fully believe that they got to do something with it. And to the goalkeeper, I think they're going to they're gonna have to shake things up over there too. Because Donnarumma. Donnarumma mm -hmm. went to PSG, and I just wanted to, because I don't want to forget about this, Donnarumma was appointed the best goalkeeper in the French League, and he only played 50% of the games. Lafont was robbed. Lafont mm -hmm. was robbed of the award of the best goalkeeper in Ligue 1, okay? It didn't make no sense to me to see yeah. Donnarumma get that, and yeah, he should have gone to Juventus maybe. <laughs> But at least, but at least Alban Lafont got himself a trophy that Gianluigi Donnarumma does not have, right? And that's the Coupe de France. So yeah, good, 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 good on Alban Lafont. Good one. Yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah. They really fight over that. Uh, no, just kidding. Um, but man, man, yeah, Syria and the Premier League and Syria, mm -hmm. um, two phenomenal races this season, and yep. uh, just, just, a, just a wonderful, wonderful season when it comes from a footballing perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and it's set it up, obviously, for years and years to come. Although yep. Man City is going to start the season again, the mm -hmm. absolute favorite in the Premier League. Um, it's a flip and toss up in Syria. And that's what makes it so great, in my opinion. Fuck, fuck. Um, and so, just, I'm, I'm starting to like shout out here some Wonder Kids news, too. I've got here another news that I wanted to really talk about. And like, how stacked is France, Franson? Like, they didn't call up. Gonate. <laughs> they didn't mm -hmm. call up Kamavinga and they didn't mm -hmm. call up Dembele to Deschamps. <laughs> they didn't. Yeah. And they called up Rabio and Bobakar mm. Kamara. That I gotta say, Bobakar Kamara is going to Aston Villa, okay, reported by Fabrizio Romano until 2027. Mm. And I am absolutely shook. Shook. Mm -hmm. How does Arsenal sleep on another player? That would make total sense to go to Arsenal. Just like Brungimaraj to Newcastle. Why is it Bobakar Kamara going to Arsenal and going to Aston Villa instead? I honestly oh don't days. know. And this Great is a business. kid that can play Yeah, he can play DM. He's his best his best position is DM, but he can also play center back. Oh. He was he was written in the script for Manchester United, frankly. Mm -hmm. I thought I mean they, they fell asleep here. Yeah. But Stevie Stevie Gerrard has shown that he can be very persuasive. Oh my um, and it's a it's a wonderful wonderful signing. Um, he's young. I don't think he's even close to hitting his prime. And what's really interesting to me is that he's leaving a Marseille that will play Champions League football next mm -hmm. year, right? Yep. For an Aston Villa that will not. <laughs> so something about the project must really intrigue him. Fuck. Uh, 
or he's playing chess and everybody else is playing checkers. I don't know. <laughs> it's the um, project. And they have like Douglas Luiz, man, which in my opinion, he's one of the best defensive midfielders out there. <laughs> Douglas Luiz. So Bobakar Kamara, you got a lot got a, a lot of colleagues to work with like Buendi. I they got a ton of talent there at Villa. I'm hopeful yeah, to see what they'll do. Uh, they're gonna have to sell some people um <laughs> because they, they spent a lot of their Grealish money mm -hmm. right um and they they have a lot of these young guys that i really would love to see them mm -hmm. kind of build around or, or use uh you know jacob ramsey had a great season carney chukwameka who stay, might though. leave Ooh. you think he'll stay J jacob um, ramsey i think he'd stay you know oh, jacob ramsey will stay. He'll I, stay. the part Ask that i that i immediately thought when you say leave was like watkins mm -hmm. What if Arsenal go get Watkins? Because, yeah, right now, Arsenal need a striker. No Champions League football makes them makes it hard not to get a Gabriel Zouge. So, no, why not get uh, Oli Watkins? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I hear uh, Voot Veghorst is looking for another job because he doesn't want to play in the English Championship. So, you know, I'm, this is a joke. Yeah, It's I, a joke. Um, so, uh, you know, I've got... You're mm -hmm. talking about a glut of talent, right? Mm -hmm. And France, that is going to be the biggest thing is like, True. I do not envy Deschamps. I do not envy him <laughs> and having to pick a World Cup squad when it comes down to it. Mm -hmm. um, we still, I am still of the firm belief you have to have youth in there. You have to have something that keeps Fuck. people guessing. Um, but let's talk about another team that is starting to turn mm. a few wonder kids. Uh, and bring them into their player pool. Uh. Um, you might have seen this. It's really interesting. And for those of Gaga? you that haven't heard, Ghana has gone bold, ah, and they have convinced they have convinced Callum Hudson Odoi, yes. Tariq Lamptey, and Eddie Nketiah, potentially. I don't. I haven't seen confirmation on a couple of them to play and represent Ghana. Um, That's Ghana big. has a ticket to the World Cup. They're so, in our group. They're in our group, man. Portugal. Right. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they I'm, are I'm, 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 I'm kind of like, you're bringing in a lot of players, Ghana, for me, honestly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Inaki Williams and Nico Williams, I saw that they're both considering mm. accepting. Which, Nico, I think it's a great show for him to go to Ghana. And, yeah, Lamptey. Oh, my. Day. That right yeah, side. It's like they've, they've solved it. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, now you've got Kudus. You've got Sulemano. You've got Felix from Rome, right? You've got Issa Haku, who's going to be at Sporting next year, which will be a lot of fun to watch. And now you've got, yeah, Lamptey, uh, Callum Hudson-Odoi, Tariq, uh, Eddie Nketiah. And then, I, I, you know, Partey. the fact that... Oh. Who? Thomas Partey. Who's the other leading, one? Leading, leading oh, yeah. the team. Oh. Partey. And down the center, if you, you want a nice rock for the back for the next 10 years, Mohamed Salisu. <laughs> so... Ghana is going to be one I'll be watching. I'll, I'm going to love that. If it's true, if it happens, um, it'll be a lot of fun to watch. But while we're on switches, while we're on nationality switches, you did see we won a battle, right? The U.S. men's yes. national team? Gaga. Okay. Gaga Slanina. We got, we got two. What? We got two. We got, <laughs> we got Gaga Slanina. He has made his choice. I honestly do believe that Gaga Slanina thought that this whole dual nationality craziness, the Polish national team coach coming in, mm -hmm. presenting him a jersey, meeting him in Chicago. I feel like it has led to this poor kid, this 18-year-old. Mm -hmm. uh, is he even 18 yet? Uh, <laughs> to having bad form. He has not played well. Mm. And he's he's come out and he's literally said it. His last few games, he's actually cost them goals. 
And I think he just wanted to put it aside. Mm-hmm. He wanted to say, I am U.S. man. I, I, you know, I am an American at heart. Yeah, born and raised here. I want to mm-hmm. get it out of the way and I want to fight for my spot. And he has every ability. Um, and then there were some weird transfer rumors that followed it, right? We all know the Chelsea rumor that broke down <laughs> because of that. Now I'm seeing Wolverhampton. Wolves. Oh, no. Keep my mind. You don't say s- no. Yeah, well, you know, they might be looking towards the future. I don't like the move. I want him to stay at Chicago mm. um, for, for at least another couple seasons because, yeah, mm. if, if Jose Sa is still there, he's not playing. Um, he'll get spot minutes, and he becomes another Zach Steffen and Matt Turner. Um, but no, Gago Sanina, he, he has committed, and then the other one that actually surprised the heck out of the DFB mm. uh, was Malik Tillman who has played a few minutes, Bundesliga minutes for Bayern Munich. Uh, I believe he's 21 years old. He's a he's an, a, a 10, I think. Actually, he yes. might be a 9. I don't know. But he, he can play a lot of roles, uh, and he was just called up. So we're going to see him in the Na- Nations League. Um, and he's he's been playing for the German U21s. So it's very surprising to me that Greg Berhalter once again went out and uh, was able to, to win this talent. And a- uh, we actually need help in that territory. That's that's Don't that worry. was great, man. I remember you saying Matt Turner, and I I believe Gagaslonina will be going to the World Cup. Don't you believe in it, Bretton? Too. I do. Yes. Um, <laughs> as a as, as a three, as a three right now. I mean, based ah, on his form, based on his form, I just want the kid to develop. I want ah, the kid to develop. Put it with that number one, man. Trust the wonder. Uh, trust the wonder I, I kid. Go, <laughs> can't I can't go Fabio Carvalho with him. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm not doing it right now. Love it. Love it. But, like, yeah. I'll be honest with you. Gagastonina has the potential of being a world-class mm-hmm. Tim Howard levels, right? Mm-hmm. So might as well yeah. play him. <laughs> Twenty twenty six is coming, baby. So the U.S. gotta go bold and go bold earlier, man. I love it, Slonina. Right choice, man. You'll become a legend if you keep on going and keep on going bold, man. I love it, love it. And I know I mentioned at the start, Connor Gallagher and Manbroja getting a chance at Chelsea. I don't want to forget this name, and I feel like everybody listening to this podcast has to remember, and you've mentioned this name in the past, and I did some scouting on him, and it's true. Okay. He's going to play next season for Chelsea, and that is Levi Colville, okay? Levi go. Colville is the real deal, people, and he will play for Chelsea next season with Thomas Tuchel. Yes, he will. With Rudiger leaving, there will be an open space, and I see Levi Colville becoming a starter for Chelsea next season. I believe yeah. in the quality of this guy and watch out for him, okay? Remember yeah. the name. At least in preseason, he'll have that chance. And I got to say too, Wonder Kids or young players were all in show, okay? In the La Liga team of the season because we have Vinicius Jr. there, João Félix there, Pedri there, Ronaldo Araújo there, and Jules Conde there. So youngsters are highly involved in La Liga, and I'm loving to see that, loving it. So I, I really wanted to mention those two shouts. It's You think Jules Conde is going to stay in La Liga? No, though? no. <laughs> well, if he stays, it's the go to yeah. Barca. But I believe Barca mm-hmm. should go for Koulibaly. I said it in the past. I said that mm. I believe Koulibaly, Ronald Araujo, those two together is like, oh, it's too, it's too much to handle. So, but Conde will be an excellent player too, especially because he's very good with a ball passing capability. So, I'd like to see Man. him too. Reminds me a bit of cool. Puyol, you know? Yeah. 
Oh, Koulibaly and, and uh, Ronald. Um, that's a lot of power. That is a <laughs> lot of strength. That is, that, well, I I would not want to go up against that center back duo. Bold so. duo, man. That's a bold Ooh. duo. <laughs> that makes me shake just thinking Uruguayan about it. Uruguayan too, Ronald Araujo, man. You don't mess with Uruguayans. I'm I'm excited to see what he can do in the World Cup. I'm excited to see what he can do in the World Cup because it, it is going to be new territory. Oh um, no no but, no! Uh, oh, also an, also another team you'll be playing, right? I'm not I'm not I'm not excited. For your I know in the World Cup, <laughs> especially when I, I I'm gonna say again, Ugart man, Ugart will be a player that will leave the World Cup, and he'll leave with a with a stock raised an awful lot. So, oh, do you have any last shouts, Britain? You know, I just, I do want to say the U-17 European Championships are yes. going on right now. And there's a lot. It's group stages right mm -hmm. now, but there are a couple players in there that I think are way too good for the tournament Whoa. and should be playing up. But um, <laughs> one of them, yeah, one of them plays for France and his name is Matisse Tell. Uh, um, yes. He's another Stade Rene product. He is a winger. Uh, they have a glut of wingers at Rennes. Um, but played, he has right? already... He has played, yeah, he's he's played for them. He, I think he's one of the youngest to play in the top five leagues this season. Um, and he's one that I think you're going to see get a lot of time next season for Ren. Mm -hmm. um, but him, and then I got to bring up two Bayer Leverkusen prospects, one of which I didn't even know was with Bayer Leverkusen. Um, but mm. that's Sweden's Jardel Kanga. Okay. okay, he's 16 years old. He's got three goals. Sweden's not exactly, you know, like tearing things apart, but he is scoring the goals. Mm -hmm. uh, that's necessary for them. Striker, uh, also winger, I think. Mm -hmm. And then Iker Bravo. Ah, Iker Bravo for Spain <laughs> has been electric. And it's not surprising yes. that these three guys have produced some of the goals of the tournament so far. Mm -hmm. And, you know, here I am because I'm I'm gonna step it over to you. I don't want to steal your thunder. <laughs> I need to know more about this Jao Filoso. I jo need to know more. Good about midfielder. Him. Good midfielder. I haven't seen too much, but what I can okay. say about him is he's he's a man that produces numbers with Benfica, and he's good. He's a good player. Okay. But about the Portuguese side, I know Rodrigo yeah. Ribeiro is a baller. He's a good striker. Yeah. Dinis Rodrigues, yep. I think he's also in that team. Great striker yeah. from Braga. And I'm going to shout Afonso Moreira, right? He's getting numbers yeah. too. So great winger at Sporting. I like him too. So And Dario mm -hmm. Esugo is there. And, yes, and there's is. another and another player for Portugal is Leonardo, I think. That's a fullback, Benfica okay. fullback. He's the real deal too, people. So those yeah. are the players I would I would remember. That Dario Esugo for me, the, the real deal. And you mentioned Iker Bravo. And there's another player, mm -hmm. Dani Rodrigues. Dani yes. Rodriguez, he's got a goal right. and two assists for Spain too. But yeah, Architect. if you're going to yeah. remember a player, you mentioned Iker Bravo. He's the star, okay? And I fully expect him expect him to see in the Bundesliga next season, okay? That's yeah. how good this kid Iker Bravo is. So people, put down below in the comment section anything we've missed. Um, the under 17 European, we missed a lot, but we can we can talk more about the under 17 next podcast. If you want to see that, put down below in the comment section, people. And if you're listening to episode 57 until now, please visit fcwonderkid.com and go bold and get an order of these well of these bold merch. That it's it's yes. good quality and it helps us out a bunch. And please do not forget to like this video especially if you're listening to this until now and it's a huge help and don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel at fc wonder kid community 
Thank you for going bold and listening to episode 57, community. Community, thank you for going bold, people.